0: wrestling talk from the four corners of parts unknown this is that wrestling podcast welcome to that wrestling podcast we are back a two-week vacation uh if you checked out our brews next and brian's sit down with jason jones from the athletic thanks for listening to those but we're back uh it was a two-week vacation and normally we just get into what are you wearing but uh Let's talk about the last two weeks. Brian, uh, what were you been up to while we were on break? Anything fun?
1: The highlight was I went to uh, one of our members of our shows and his new house at Ooh. the uh, new southern location of Parts Unknown, uh, Joe and, and uh, his lovely wife. And we got to spend some time uh, checking out the house and then watching Money in the Bank. uh, all right that's cool yeah great night great night of wrestling and uh uh good you know it was you know what's funny it was one of those things i didn't realize till after the fact that literally i haven't been in the same room as him (laughs) since february of 2020 but it was like because we do this so much it was like seeing an old friend it was just like hey what's up man like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it, it should oh, have been so say, much okay, more dramatic clear. and it wasn't
2: no because that's like i see you every week right so. right
1: <laughs> right and i didn't think about it till later i was like wow i really haven't seen him in a, like almost a year and a half and it was just so casual like what's up man so hey thanks all right like Right,
0: so so when we when we were together last you had just uh got your home and moved
2: in how's the right. uh move-in process two weeks later uh, I would say my battery uh, charge, which actually means something unlike the NXT one, uh, is is probably at 90%. We just have like probably two or three boxes left that we just have to go through. Like It's just basically what we talked about before the show of, why do I have so much crap? And what am I going to do with it? So it's a matter of, do I keep it? Do I donate it? Do I put it on eBay? Whatever. Uh, Maybe I'll post some pictures of uh, junk that I may want to get rid of, and you tell me on social media at jt underscore twp on Twitter.
0: Isn't it twp underscore jt?
2: No, it's jt. Uh, oh yeah, wait, it's other uh, way around. <laughs> at, at twp underscore jt. Yes. We're
1: working out the cobwebs. We've been off for a while. Yeah, yeah it's
2: been. I, I check it. I check it daily. It's just like basically when you check your social media, do you really check your name?
0: Uh, most people know what their name is, but yeah. we'll let you slide because we have been on break for two weeks. Uh, I went um, I went to Mexico and uh, spent five days at an all, all-inclusive resort, which was cool. Um, the issue for me was that everything was included. You paid in advance, but you could tell that the meals were very just mass produced. Like you could get custom that you don't like onions or whatever, but like the thing that like really kind of just put me over the edge was we ordered um, uh, like like, uh, like some sort of like spinach dip. It came with three chips. What? Trace. 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 Chips. And I'm like, what are we supposed to do with this? And then they brought like a cup of like uh, high school nachos. I don't know if anybody will will remember back to the '80s, '90s, the the like the orange chippy nachos. And I'm like, this is the most absurd thing. But what was cool about uh, Mexico was they they kept they they pushed their tequila. And uh, as someone who usually has beers on this show, uh, I, I think we might be moving into a uh, tequila segment. You know, for maybe mm-hmm. a, I don't know what the tequila equivalent to brews next would be. We can we can get creative on that. Uh, you know, off the air. But Mexico was a great time. My buddy Doc came to visit for a couple of days. We'll uh, maybe try to get him on the show. He's a wrestling commentator on the East Coast. Big toy collector. Uh, Joe, you and him would get along for your horror fandom. And yeah, so vacation was good for me. And Kevin, uh, how was your last two weeks?
3: It was good. Uh, I was originally going to go to Joe's to watch Money in the Bank. But the day prior, I uh, went to Cedar Point with some friends from Louisville. I haven't seen in a couple of years since we moved Uh more up north of parts unknown uh the next day after cedar point my body was tired it was done home at like two o'clock in the morning it, it was a rough day it was a rough day and right now i'm uh calling inside we are camping in uh in parts unknown at yogi bear yogi bear cool. camp so it's some cool. time.
0: is it like that geico commercial where like you're cooking all the food and they're like Honey, it's a bear, and they come and take all your food. Uh, not yet. We just got there. You just got there today, right? So maybe we they're... just got
3: here today. So I got out okay. of work. We, I, I put on that out of office, and I ran because today was crazy at work. So it's nice you to talk there. You. you
2: didn't have to run.
0: <laughs> 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 that sounds. So much you overall, vacation there, vacation was was good for everybody. It sounds like. Uh, We are back, much like the fans in WWE, but we'll get to that in a minute. But first, it's What Are You Wearing? What are you wearing? What
3: are you wearing? What are you wearing today, today? What are you
0: wearing? What are you wearing? What are you wearing today? All right, so I talked about my love for, for homage and the homies at Homage came up with something huge for the NWO's 25th anniversary—the spray paint NWO logo. Uh, it is definitely too sweet. Brian, what do you have?
1: Well, when we left off, guys, you know, there was a whole lot of uh, little little jabs
2: oh. at me of, oh,
1: <laughs> someone doesn't got the shirt. Someone, <gasps> you know, someone's wife hasn't bought him the shirt yet. So I got to say, guys, I, I had a birthday a few weeks ago. We, we did talk about that, I think. And uh, I did get a wrestling shirt. However, it is not
0: shirt, it? the shirt that
1: you're thinking of. And it's actually a shirt that I can't wear. Because what I got for my birthday is a youth Seth Rollins <laughs> With the championship t
3: <laughs> shirt. What is did, that? Do you get that at five below? I think
1: so. <laughs> oh, I don't know. know, what know. That
0: is. Yes, I do
3: right know what that is.
1: Did it come with the mask? This is literally it right here. This is literally a skinny dude. Have you, have so, you at least
0: tried to put it on?
1: No, God, I, I literally <laughs> just opened it in the box five minutes before we went on the air. So, so oh yeah, I, I mean, if I want to, you know, do my, what are you wearing? It's going to be like on my arm like this. I mean, that's, that's about it. That as far as actual wearing goes, but um, I had to show that off. That was, that was a good little uh, gag. That's funny. From my wife, the Seth Rollins, that with is the universal championships. <laughs> so that's what I'm I'm representing tonight, whether I'm wearing it or not.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, we'll get the picture up on social because that's pretty fucking funny. Kevin, looks like you're wearing an old faithful.
3: I I am. I have uh, multiple Macho Man shirts, uh, you know, classic macho sunglasses. Uh, I have the purple tee, but today it's the summertime and it's tank tops, usually 300 Maybe one day not. So I'll say 364 days you can wear tank tops. Uh, I'm wearing the Macho Man purple sunglasses T-shirt. And Joe, bring us home.
2: Uh, I'm going with the newer, older school Jericho shirt. It's you just made the list. Jericho uh, shirt okay, from like his last one from WWE because I have it's the one I haven't worn yet. I think I've worn the other two Jericho shirts. I think this is like my last one that I have.
0: I was a, I wanted to ask you guys too I know the answer for me is no have you guys gotten to the point where you've worn everything in your collection yet? I know no. Brian is the least enthusiastic about this part of the show so uh,
3: Kevin it's Kevin, hard because I. if I wouldn't have bought any new ones yes but since the show started and I started buying new ones and I just bought two more today because you sent me a damn <laughs> link off walmart.com uh, it, it 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 just increases I think I probably have the rest of the year still
2: Yeah covered. and Joe I'm,
0: I'm,
3: cl-
2: I'm close I'm yeah. close I think I have a few more that I haven't Worn yet but I'm close If I double up who cares
0: Yeah I was just curious like I said I know I'm the
2: Brian, Brian's going to Five Below to get a, Seth <laughs> a T-shirt Honey so
0: when you're done. out today can you go to Five Below And see if they have any WWE shirts for me
1: they were all sold out of the, the Ryback Feed Me More Junior. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I'll keep looking, though.
0: Uh, and then, um, go if you want to pick up a That Wrestling Podcast shirt, the logo's right there. Uh, you can also pick up the bruise neck shirt. It's right there. Uh, whatamaneuver.net. Just search That Wrestling Podcast. And uh, another quick, um, you know, T-shirt thing. I don't know if you guys heard this or saw this. WWE put up a new Braun Strowman shirt this week on shop. Now, I don't know if they're spoiling the fact that he's coming back, if it was something they already had in the works, but uh, it's an olive green shirt. It says monsters are real. And um, I just thought that was interesting. You know, maybe it's a return. Maybe it's just a mistake. But um, I've, I've been following Braun Strowman on Instagram. The dude is ripped. He looks like Tyson Fury. Bald. Nor like a normal cut beard, you know, it's, it's pretty awesome. And uh, he's in this like he's into like fast cars and barbecue, I think it's called like meat sports or meat motorsports or meaty motorsports. Uh, go, go look at me uh, up on social media and www.shop.com for that monsters are real shirt. Uh, don't forget to follow us on social media at that wrestle pod. Uh, gmails are always welcome at wrestlepod at gmail.com. Uh, We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. So, much like we have returned, the fans have returned to the WWE. It started last Friday on SmackDown, uh, Sunday at Money in the Bank, and Monday on Raw. So, Brian, we'll start with you. What did you think about the return of the fans?
1: Well, as far as me being a fan... um you know smackdown okay so aew had had a couple of of events with fans like a dynamite or two um and, and the last pay-per-view and aew crowds are hot hot so it, it really does bring a level of the show up like 10 percent for me because of how into it they are um so then wwe the first show smackdown And I did send a text to all the guys. Like, all right, who's coming out first? What happens first? You know, we talked. uh, It's it's The Rock. It's uh, Becky. It's Cena. You know, all these things. And uh, and Joe, credit to you. He said Vince. And not only was it Vince, but hearing no chance in hell, I did get off the couch. Like, (laughs) oh chance! I marked out completely. Marked out. Um, fans yeah, so far, so good. So, uh, you know, that they seem to be into most everything. Um, we're starting to get a little more clarity on some of the stories that I'm not sure who's a heel or who's a face. It's uh. like, what do the fans want? So, so it's, it's great to have it back. It really, really is. And what about you, Kevin? What'd you think of it all?
3: Just, like the fan interaction when it, the thing with SmackDown is when Ray and Dominic, and then you saw the pan to the screen and Edge's music hit, and that place went bonkers. That was a That's huge when spot. it made yeah. like Edge had Italy, plays a, yeah. a little bit smaller venues, but that looked huge for that SmackDown event in the in the uh, the entrance just looks amazing as well. But when that Edge music hit, it was it was it was awesome. I love it. Even like I know we're gonna get into Raw. It stunk a little bit here and there, but the fans made it at least three hours watchable. Watchable for me, I love the fans back. I love it, and if and I was now, there, I would too. Eat or uh, cheer on even like the cruddy segments just because you know we're we're having
0: fun. For me, out of the shows that I watched, uh, I hated the fucking pay per view crowd during the Charlotte Rhea match. And hear me out, hear me out. This isn't about. Show my love for Charlotte Flair, Joe. This is a legit big. I know know
2: exactly what you're going to say, and I agree with you.
0: So these fuckers in Fort Worth, we want Becky. We want Becky. And then 10 minutes later, this is awesome. You can't be an asshole and say, we want Becky. We want Becky. When you're just being an asshole. And then 10 minutes later, say it's awesome. Go fuck yourself. That is the one thing that drove me nuts out of the entire weekend of these live crowds. I'm glad there was no CM Punk chants. I'm really glad there was no AEW shirts in the crowd. Like, I'm a weirdo about that. Like, you don't wear an AEW shirt to a WWE event. You don't wear a WWE shirt to an AEW event. Now, I know under certain circumstances that's all other people have. People aren't psychos like me. But come on. Like, just don't do it. And, Joe, uh, you'll wrap up our, our takes on the crowd here.
2: but. Uh, I'm glad the crowds are back. Uh, makes it makes it more entertaining to watch. It's, uh, yeah. it's gotta give them an A for effort for trying to Thunderdome. It was way better than Performance Center. Nothing, but we really needed people there. And my highlight for, for was Friday Night SmackDown uh, was. I know we're gonna talk about returns later, but when Balor came back and didn't yeah. smile, this oh, was me the whole time watching SmackDown. Yeah. Balor's back. When he was there before on the main roster, he was the smiling Irishman who smiled at everything. He didn't smile at all. He just did the prints and that's it. He wasn't like the finn that was on the main roster before he's the prince again no smiling irishman happy to be there he didn't smile yeah
0: there was there was this is a different finn that was just
2: at nxt right, i feel like this is one is like but it's the not hybrid. the smiling guy it's not this the is happy like the hybrid
0: there was a little smile but not like cheesy like before but uh yeah the returns we will get into and, and i'm as a baller guy i'm glad to see that but money in the bank itself i thought was a good good event um now joe it's time uh i love that charlotte flair won the raw women's championship again and what we did learn the biggest thing we learned was that the crowd actually in three cities nobody cares about rhea ripley there's no response there's no reaction there's no emotion nobody cares about rhea ripley she needs to go back to nxt um joe go ahead you know, we'll, we'll just start with the Charlotte thing first, because I know you have probably been waiting, waiting <laughs> about, the, we're not going to talk about Raw yet.
2: Right. Wait until we talk about Raw, then you can come at me, bro. Okay, I talked to Brian about this on Sunday. Charlotte Flair is Hulk Hogan, 1993. She is only <laughs> out for herself. She is not- hey Shit, dummy. Any, She's a Flair. Oh, I- I didn't of interrupt course. you. I did not interrupt you. <laughs> you got it. Give me my two minutes. And her interview this week when she said, well, I main evented WrestleMania. Why wouldn't I want to do it again? First of all, you hijacked that WrestleMania main event because Becky and Ronda were going to main event anyway, like Brett and Yoko. But then you had to Hogan your way into that match and you <laughs> was never going to. They She didn't make that main event. She was there for no reason whatsoever, except for she conned her way back into it. I am sick and tired of Charlotte Flair being the only woman that matters on Raw. You said Rhea can go back to Raw. I mean, go back to oh, NXT. Okay. They can all leave because it doesn't matter. It's always going to be Charlotte and Lucy Bootentites of the month. <laughs> no, but
0: okay. So, Charlotte won the SmackDown Women's title. That's how she ended up in that
2: main event with Becky and Ronda. Why? Why couldn't it have just been Charlotte versus Asuka? Because Asuka was in what the Battle Royal at WrestleMania instead of being the champion.
0: Because she lost to be... Charlotte Flair. She's the best.
2: Because Charlotte ended up conning her way into it. Don't now, say, don't say this isn't true. Be don't fair say... to
0: Flair, Joe. Be
2: okay. Fair so Brian, to Kevin, Flair. Do you think Charlotte was needed? to be the champion on money in the bank after 3 months of losing wasn't needed. The the only, this is the thing. This is my only
3: reason why I say yes. So, she did have what 13 or 14 world championships. No, they they're they're subtracting now. They're making they took, it up. They took, exactly. <laughs> they took away No, they took away the 2 NXT and yeah. if their true goal was to for the belt to go and I know we'll get on uh, uh, Nikki Cross or Martin Nikki Morgan. A.S.H. soon uh, for Charlotte to win it and then to lose it to get that one extra title reign it makes sense to me for her not to, to take that right out of the way it doesn't but I, I don't mind the win and loss because it gives her another championship but she doesn't keep it and it goes on someone that truly I'm really pumped to
2: see what what but happens. she will be, made. Look, she will be in the I'm championship just... picture all year Winning or losing.
0: And here's the thing. I am the first to admit Charlotte Flair is the ultimate transition champion. I get it. But and, and believe me, I hate the 15 reigns in four years because that I don't I, I don't like that. But I do think that Charlotte is the best. Uh we're gonna move on a little bit. Brian,
1: what'd you think of Bobby Lashley and Kofi Kingston? I was a little surprised, but I was happily surprised. It was set up from that previous Monday where something, you know, credit to us, we kind of foreshadowed it as far as feel like Lashley's losing his way. He's got the girls, he's got the champagne, and this isn't the Bobby that got to the top and won the title. And, and Kofi, you know, planted that seed in him. saying, I, I think you've lost uh, you know, your focus. And that Rob before Money in the Bank, He said, basically, F this. (laughs) I'm going to be the ass kicker again. And he did. That was a beatdown. And it was a really well beatdown because, I mean, Kofi, he's probably outweighed by 100 pounds to Lashley, and he was getting tossed around. So it was not – It was surprising that that match ended up being that way. I thought it would have been more competitive, but I wasn't mad that it turned out that way because it was really well done. It really did establish Lashley as being that badass that got him to the title in the first place. It was because he got to say the word bullshit on Raw. Oh, that was, yeah, that was um, MVP. And and I was like, And it didn't seem like the crowd caught it. I was like, I heard that. I know I heard it. I guess
0: bullshit's okay now. Uh, on USA, maybe just after 10 p.m. Eastern, Right. So who knows? Uh, Joe, you got any thoughts on the Lashley Topi uh, match?
2: This is a Lashley we needed. This, Like, we were saying, like, they definitely uh, planting the seeds with the whole champagne and the girls around, and, like, when... Lashley came out on month last Monday before uh money in the bank and said, I lost to Xavier Woods. That can't happen. And <laughs> the video game I mean, guy. <laughs> uh, uh, the video game guy. Right. And he just like basically just started throwing everything around and just went, I'm just done. This is the Lashley we want. This is the Lashley that could reign the Almighty could reign supreme for
0: 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, I agree. This is what we need. Um uh, but uh, we are, we are going to move on. Uh, Joe, or not Joe, Kevin, what do you think of the two Money in the Bank matches, specifically the winners?
3: I think we're all in agreement that Biggie, fantastic winner, right? I did not see Nikki, almost a superhero, winning that match. Not at all. I, I really wanted Vega or Alexa Bliss to win. Alexa, just for the fact where... Her character, I, I get so excited to see what's next, and then I'm like, Jesus, this is this is terrible. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like give her the chance to win the title, and then it's like, this is terrible. And then it's just like, I, I don't want to give up on her because she's such a good talent. Like, and, and it was really cool to see her like wearing the skirt thing and then rip it off to to wear the her you know her shorts and uh I guess top thing. But I just wanted more from her. But Biggie, I I'm pumped, man. I, he just looks so excited, like holding that briefcase with his crazy, you know, so happy smile. That's an ass kicker, by the way, that I'll, I'll have him smile all the time. I want him to be cashing it in, hopefully successfully. They can't have him not be. It's just going to be exciting to see who he does it against because I don't want him to beat it off Roman right i would i, would, yeah, I, said, I, I said that a little bit i said that a little bit but i wouldn't mind uh him going you know maybe to raw uh challenging bobby maybe survivor series but we'll see i thought i thought both matches were pretty 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 well put together
0: yeah i agree i thought um The first, the the men's match I watched live, and I I feel like we all thought Big E was the favorite to win. And uh, it makes sense. The women, you know, I went, I missed it live because I was flying back from Mexico. And I went back and watched it, and I thought it was a good match. I thought the women's match was well done. And, you know, Nikki like sneaking up above everybody to get, I was okay with it. And uh, I think that. You know, the, the Nikki A.S.H. character, you know, it's obviously – it's obvious what they're doing. They, they're getting the female uh, young girls, you know, yeah. to sell merch to them. Now the crowds are back. You can probably buy masks and capes um, and everything else. So I'm okay with, uh, with the uh, Nikki A.S.H. winning. Now the big thing for tonight – that night was the main event, Roman and Edge – uh, Brian, I thought it was, I thought it, I thought it was a perfect match.
1: That's- mm. um, a little slow at the beginning, but I think you have to do that because it was following up the men's Money in the Bank match, which for me is my leader right now of my favorite match of the year. I love that men's money in the bank match. I oh, had everything uh-oh. that I want to see. So, so it was a little like slow going early on. I was kind of, you know, but that second half, it really did kick into high gear. Um, and the crowd was into it. The crowd was behind edge. It's great to see, you know, we kind of wondered how Roman would be treated by the crowd as far as like heel and face and like all of us guys who the whole time with roman were like please be a heel and we'd cheer for him it's not as much it's more it's more so that they are booing him and and for how that goes um so i think the ending was predictable but i'm not mad at it because they've been teasing this edge Seth Rollins conflict for a little while now. (laughs) And so the ending was a little, you know, the ref gets bumped. The ref wasn't, the replacement ref doesn't come out for like three minutes. So (laughs) that's poor job by the officiating there. Um, But it it wasn't a surprising result. Um, But I think it did show, I'd I'd have to look at what the time of the match was. I'm guessing it was maybe between 20 and 25 minutes. It shows that 31. 31, okay. All right, yeah. so a little bit oh, okay. longer. So that shows it Edge didn't feel at... like
0: It didn't feel like a 31-minute match.
1: What's yeah, you know? I wouldn't have said, yeah, so Like I said 20, 25. Um, Edge, at whatever age he is now, 48, 49, he can still hold his own in a main event match like that. So kudos to all involved, and obviously we'll get into uh, what happened in the uh, immediate aftermath of that match.
0: Which means that is the John Cena return. Now, what... We had, you know, he said on the Tonight Show that I'm coming back. I don't know when. It was pretty obvious that, you know, we thought it'd be the SmackDown. Obviously, it was the pay-per-view. And this is, of course, leading to the John Cena-Roman Reigns match at SummerSlam that Kevin and I will be at live at Allegiant Stadium. Yeah, but I'm not just saying that because the other two guys aren't going to be there. I'm just saying that because, Kevin, we're going to go to you – when we were became, when we met, you hated John Cena.
3: Hated him. Hated him.
0: All these years later, what did you think of the return? I I was
3: excited, right? Look at that smile. We, wow. We, we, we knew yeah, we he was coming back. And this is my this is my biggest thing. Uh I I and I'm kind of torn for SummerSlam too, because you know, you're going to go, let's go, Cena, Cena sucks. I so want to yell, Cena sucks. Not just the point where I think he sucks. It's just I want to say both of them, just to have fun on both sides. I thought his return was awesome. Uh, it was fantastic how Roman, you know, talked. And then Cena came out very uh, uh, quick. And then he he talked a lot more on Monday Night Raw, which is fantastic, uh, opening the show. I, I loved it. I, it makes me so – this is probably the first time since his U.S. Open challenge where I'll see him live, where I'll see him live and I'll be excited is seeing him live. So I, I, I love this return. I think
2: it's great.
0: Brian or Joe, did either of you not like it?
2: No, I enjoyed it. I no. was like – I mean, we pretty much predicted it was going to happen. Um, I don't know if anyone watched the – what he talked to the crowd afterwards when they went off air. Yeah. on wwe.com uh him like i love the fact that he acknowledged that i'm not used to you not saying cena sucks <laughs> and yeah. i i can't believe there's a sign out here that says if cena arrives we'll cheer instead of <laughs> if yeah, cena wins, yeah. we riot <laughs> so yeah that was a that was a cool moment for the crowds and you know you needed you needed a guy like john cena to come back
1: for the crowds mm-hmm. There was a great gif I saw on Twitter that someone posted of, like, Vince McMahon laughing. And it was, like, live look at Vince showing that he never needed to turn Cena heel to make us all cheer for him again. (laughs) I was like, ah, son of a bitch.
0: Well, funny you say that because I don't know if any of you caught it on his entrance. He put up the two suite on his way out. Interesting, right? Um, and, of course, everybody wanted originally John Cena to turn heel. Well, I have come up with two surefire ways to make that happen. Ooh. It starts number one at SummerSlam. John Cena and Roman Reigns. We'll give them 23 and a half minutes. And then Paul Heyman will do what Paul Heyman has done to RVD, The Big Show, Brock Lesnar, and CM Punk. He will turn on Roman Reigns to go with John Cena. Now, I don't know if that's really going to get everybody to boo John Cena as the heel. However, option number two, the night after SummerSlam, John Cena comes out. He's the – I don't even care if he's the champ or not. He gets interrupted by Becky Lynch. If you remember, I don't know, maybe a year and a half ago, they had a little interaction – where she went up to him and did the "You can't see me." What if she interrupts
2: John Cena and he drops her right in the center of the ring? <laughs> uh, they won't do that with uh, G they, and PG uh, and shareholders. Like the men and women don't interact like that anymore.
0: Reginald has wrestled many women
2: as of late. Yeah, women. It's women will hit the men, but the men can't hit the women.
1: He had a, he had, he's had, had matches with women. He's had matches with the women. Well, there's yeah, I, I remember uh, Randy giving the I typically turn the to channel on, Reginald. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Okay. Like if not, you did, good for not, him. Not going to fault you for that. But um, yeah, there, there's a borderline there. Jay, I, I, I mean, I think ideas are, are good. I don't see it happening, but they're good ideas.
0: Predictions, not spoilers.
1: Right. <laughs> anyway,
0: um, we're going to move on to Monday Night Raw goldberg appeared if he puts over lashley i'm completely okay with it if he wins the title i have a real problem with this we'll start with you joe what do you think about bill goldberg
2: um i don't mind that he's back i mean brian and i were talking about this uh on sunday I like the fact that Goldberg has an open door to the WWE after his first run. You never thought that would happen. And I like, I like to hear good things happen, but I'd rather see Goldberg face someone like Ziggler, like he did at SummerSlam a few years ago, (laughs) because it's still the attraction of Goldberg, but it's not for anything except for people to see Goldberg beat up someone. So to see gold, I would rather see, at SummerSlam, Goldberg versus John Morrison. I think Morrison would take that spear like a, a boss. So I don't think it should be with Lashley. I'm glad that I like to see him, but I don't think it should be for anything except for crowd entertainment, two minutes, jackhammer spear done.
3: Kevin? uh, The crowd was hot chanting that Goldberg chant on monday they night
0: always, they always are and i wonder how much of that was piped in Have you seen it? I, that crowd when
3: when they were when they were loud they were loud like i think i think the crowd was just excited to get back that's why i think Summerslam. i'll be i'll be chanting goberg so loud i think i think in coming back for the nostalgia factor i think i read he had two more uh matches he has to compete in 2021 or something on his current contract uh Lashley should win five minutes, five, five to seven minutes. I think Goldberg, like Joe mentioned, he'll get a spear in, he'll get a jackhammer in Bobby will then kick out on both and then beat him up and just destroy him to make Bobby look better, which is, you know, what should happen. There's no way Goldberg's going to win, but I would like to see a little whooping at the end from Bobby just to seal the deal, beat up, uh, beat up normal people. Beat up legends doesn't make make a difference. Doesn't need to beat them off,
0: you know. No, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. So, Joe, I guarantee, after Raw went off the air Monday night, you could not wait. You've been counting down the minutes right now. Nikki <laughs> yeah. Ash cashed in her money in the bag briefcase.
2: Now, go ahead. I turned off Raw after carrying cross. I was done. What oh, turned it off? I was like, after the like, let's talk about the most important thing that happened on Raw. The joke of carrying, we'll talk about that later. But I turned it off. Like I even told the fellas, I'm like, I'm done. So the next morning, I get the text message that says you know wowza and oh wow like wowie wowie or whatever Wowza is my. usually though. yeah he <laughs> <Bloody laughs> always puts out when there's a title i believe change. i said
1: <laughs> Yowie wowie <Yes>. yeah whatever <laughs> the kevin's Kevin.
2: typical Yowie wowie means there was a title change on raw <laughs> so i go and read the spoilers and i went eh i'm glad i i'm glad i turned it off i ended up like i think i watched an everybody loves raymond rerun instead of raw after mm. i was done that's how bad nothing else was on Wow! Yeah, I turned it off. I, I was waiting.
0: I was waiting. I was waiting to hear it because as much, as much as I love Charlotte Flair, but
2: uh, no, I didn't care. Wow. I may not watch this Monday after that. I thought it was a joke.
0: Here's what's interesting: I normally will watch it and fast forward through things. I watched it live, and I thought it, I thought Raw was good. I thought it was a good show. Now, I understand what everyone's pissed off about, and Brian will go to you. Um, What's interesting, Joe, I thought you would hit me with the most overwhelming fact about the Women's Money in the Bank briefcase, but you didn't do it. The fact that three out of the four winners have cashed in against Charlotte Flair. Because she's always champ. (laughs) I thought you would know that. I thought you would
2: know and, that well i know the one who didn't it was alexa bliss uh on naya Jax. ronda ronda yeah. Nia, yeah ronda wasn't right. the champ Nia was but yeah uh,
0: all uh, right brian yeah you were the most vocal on twitter about carrying cross let's have it carrying oh, yeah. cross made his debut against jeff hardy let's hear what you think
1: this was i'm still upset about this um NXT is my favorite brand and Cross has been built up as this undefeated monster that we have had multiple discussions on our show about who's next for Cross, who could possibly beat him. He's like unbeatable. <laughs> He's on Raw for some reason. He doesn't have um <laughs> what's her name? his, his lady, Scarlett, uh, Scarlett. <laughs> Scarlet. <laughs> Right, For you some love NXT. reason, sorry, love NXT. That, that,
3: that was a that was a
1: beer moment, not a. I don't you know, remind. Not I, a, don't I, don't I don't know moments. her name. We don't. Yeah, we don't have Scarlett. Um, we're facing Jeff Hardy, and Jeff Hardy is a surefire Hall of Famer, but he's he wasn't on the pay per view. He's just kind of a, a bit player at this point, point. and he loses in two minutes. Minute thirty. Tell, yes, under two minutes. So. There's a right way to do this if you want to follow the pattern of random NXT appearance on Raw. You guys remember when Kevin Owens showed up on Raw and challenged Cena and he held up the title and he powerbombed and Papa powerbombed him. That's how you do it. You can't do this. If you want to take NXT as a serious brand and there's your unbeatable champion and you have him lose his debut match. Okay. Yes. Hardy's feet were on the ropes and that was clearly acknowledged and everything. I'm sorry. It's going to take a hell of a lot to rebuild all the damage that was done from that Monday. I, I, um, and we'll get into it, but I was, you know, I was almost hate watching NXT on Wednesday to say, how are they going to, like, but yes, force a habit, <laughs> uh, NXT on Tuesday to see how are they going to address this? <laughs> and, and we'll get into it later, but I mean, wow, uh, I, I, I right. don't see any optimism in how that went on Monday.
0: I have the optimism and here it comes. So, like you said, Jeff Hardy is a 20-year veteran, surefire Hall of Famer, and yep. he did cheat to beat Karrion and Cross. And I think that's going to be a big part of this story. Uh, it's going to be a lot of Hardy ducking Cross. If Cross, well, wait. First off, this is all contingent if Cross is going to be on Raw for the next couple of weeks. Right. I feel like it's leading to a match, Cross and Hardy at Summerslam, probably the pre-show, not the point. Um, I feel like because of Jeff's 20 years in the business, he knew he could not compete with Cross on a strike-for-strike level. So, therefore, he had to do what he had to do. He took advantage of the situation, and he got the win. Now, over the next couple weeks, Cross is probably going to kill Jeff Hardy. And, you know, I think it's a great story to build up a powerhouse. Now, the Scarlet thing – the only reason why I think maybe she wasn't there, actually, there's two reasons. One, he wasn't going to have the elaborate entrance. Like he had the music and he walked out. There was no smoke. There was no posing. There was none of that shit. And two, maybe they, Vince, well, okay, next I have three. So maybe Vince didn't want to pay because Scarlett didn't offer anything for something for a, what'd you say, Kevin? A minute 29?
2: 39.
0: 39? No reason to bring her up for that. Maybe, maybe she'll be like Zelina Vega was for Andrade. She, you know, cross lost. But then, you know, he brings, you know, Scarlet shows up, gets him on the right track, kills Hardy. And then three, maybe they want to make Scarlett a wrestler at NXT. Now, I don't know if that means they split them at NXT, but overall, while it sucked, because I love carrying cross. I don't think it's that big a deal. A lot of us have NXT PSD. We, I get it. You know? <laughs> I get it. Yep, this that's where is it comes one from of those cases that I think we have to wait and see before we all lose our shit. Joe, you're shaking your head now.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. I love the fact that you are just so positive. Of, right. like, of oh, optimism, let's see now. the bigger picture. Like A lot of optimism. Okay. Let's go back to what you said. Oh, this is going to build something big for Jeff Hardy versus. Was anyone asking for Jeff Hardy to be at Summerslam? Here's what's great about Jeff. No, okay, but here's what's great about Jeff. He's a 20 year veteran. He can always. But this was a slap in the face to not just carrying cross. This was a slap in the face to Adam Cole. This was a slap in the face to Johnny Gargano. This was a slap in the face to Tommaso Ciampa. This is a slap in the face to Keith Lee. This is a slap in the face to every single NXT wrestler who put him over the past year and made him a powerhouse. So what they did in one minute 31 seconds, is that right, Kevin? What they did in that time. 139
1: 39. What they These guys can get time. right, Kevin. One, one minute 39 seconds.
2: Terrible. What they did in that one minute 39 seconds, not counting the terrible entrance and the fact that they said carrying cross coming up next make it a surprise but nope they don't have any respect for nxt this yeah. was a vince mcmahon dick swinging contest that's <laughs> wow. what it was you he actually was pr- big, yeah
0: offensive. Wow. That's, a,
2: that's how much i could not stand it and that's why i turned off raw and i'm probably not watching this week because i, I there's no point there's no point that was a that was a total disrespect to the entire NXT roster. Everyone who put him over to make him a powerhouse is all gone now. You notice they had to make Karrion Cross not at NXT on Tuesday. He had to be a tape segment. Why? Because they were chanting Jeff Hardy the entire night. He or the fact that they pre
0: recorded a lot of shit for uh, Olympics coverage. But that's besides no, the, the point. Last- Go ahead,
2: Joe. But yeah, it's like they, they couldn't even, they can't even have him in there. He's a tarnished brand. And here's the thing: shouldn't Samoa Joe just destroy him whenever they get get a chance to face each other? Because Jeff Hardy did it in a minute thirty nine. Got it right, Kevin. This,
3: this, is, <laughs> this, is, this is this is this is this is the thing about that uh, when they put up that graphic. I see no hope. Exactly. Where it was carrying Cross versus Jeff Hardy coming up, right? Okay. Nobody nobody thought Kieran was going to lose. I was like, fuck, they got to throw Jeff to the Wolves. They got to show Jeff looked terrible. Let alone, I think uh, uh, I was listening to another podcast. And I think they said in 2021, Jeff's record is six and 30. Six wins. 30 <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, no one expected it. He got Kieran Cross on his back at one point. He got off the swan time. At one point, in a minute and 39, less than two minutes, Hardy got w- way too much offense in. This has to be a slow burn. If this doesn't have the slow burn for Karrion to go on a rampage in NXT and Raw, both, both shows, not just one, both shows, it, 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 I'm, I'll, be, I'll be over Karrion in three months. Just for the fact they have to have something in store. And I really hope they have something in store because storylines
2: on Raw are, are, are not the best at times. What do you they mean? Have... We got to see Naya and uh, Shayna Baszler versus Tamina and Natalia finally with the, fans. <laughs> the best thing about that match, Joe, was seeing
3: Reginald do his acrobatic stuff after he won that 24 7 belt, by the Parkour. way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah,
0: Parkour. Hell yeah, Reggie. But, Parkour, but, Reggie.
3: I I was disappointed when Carrion lost. I I and then he did a really weird promo in the ring, like, I'm coming. TikTok. I'm just like, okay, it's cheesy. It's really cheesy after you just got you just beat lost. on yeah. Raw. But like I, I don't know. I wish he would have went on NXT and was like, mm. I'm gonna destroy, I'm gonna work my way
0: back up so I can go back to something.
3: But like mm, that's it, a little
0: that's a little iffy there, Kevin. I, I don't know about that. Uh, the, the I'm working my way back because he's the champ. Now, n- my thought to you, Joe, when you said "slap in the face," this one, that one, the other. Raw is raw, and in, you know, and in, and in, in, technically, NXT is below RAW. So that is another factor. I think why they're like, well, we're not going to have what? this guy come up and just beat. Well, Brian uh,
2: said it. Brian said it perfectly when KO came up. Or what about when Adam Cole came up and faced Daniel Bryan after the Saudi uh, fiasco? I mean, like that's how you treat a champion of a brand that you're yeah. trying to build up. Yeah. That just says well, don't don't bother watching on Tuesday. And then Triple H just, has to do it. Then Triple H has to do an interview saying we have to build the brand up. Nope, it's it yeah. just got destroyed. Yeah, I, I mean, thirty nine seconds.
1: What you're saying is right, Jay. It's like and, and there's a whole thing about like the continuity that that vince or whoever just goes like you know what happens on nxt doesn't necessarily translate to raw and vice versa but for us as fans of the brand it's disheartening to have it slapped in the face like that of what happened to carrie and it's like oh man i so i'm not supposed to care about this well i I think it really hurt me
0: i feel like it's supposed to be treated as two separate shows two separate storylines right two separate universes you know joe you and i are the marvel guys you know that type of deal but we will move on um, I did not get to see NXT. Uh Brian, we're gonna let you run through any big things that happened. I, I did see Samoa Joe got like three new t-shirts. Uh, you know, <laughs> up for a guy that's not supposed to be wrestling. But what happened? Kind of give us the quick run through on NXT.
1: Yeah, so so it started off with Joe. If you remember the well, maybe you don't, but the show before he was the ref for uh for cross versus um Johnny Gargano and so at the end of the match um cross put Joe to sleep and so he started off basically saying I've been provoked and I'm waiting for cross to show up and we're gonna go after it and so that's great because Samoa Joe is such a fun performer and you love seeing that but yeah it was like you know in the back of my head the whole time I'm like what's cross gonna do because is Jeff Hardy gonna attack him it was just so bizarre um so nevertheless that played out and um at the end, um, he ended up uh, cross showed up and took out uh, William Regal. So that story is continuing as far as like, you know, Joe hasn't gotten his revenge. Um, the other things were just the the fun continuation of Butler Cameron Grimes. He's playing it perfect. <laughs> we were so like LA Knight has to win because we know this is going to mean some fun stuff. And it's great because he plays the like, I'm doing what I have to do, but he's still kind of like, you know, bugging LA Knight with it. So LA Knight um ended up taking on Drake Maverick and he uh, kind of helped Drake get the roll up win and have that oh. surprise but then that that moment after of LA Knight forcing Grimes to punch Drake and the whole crowd like not do it <laughs> but he did uh, it cuz he's uh, he's bound by the contract it. that's so great so that was a big part and then the only other thing was the the main event uh, I don't know if you guys caught this but it was Raquel Gonzalez and Zaya Lee. And there seemed to be a shoot injury to Zaya Lee where uh, I hadn't seen this, but Gonzalez did kind of like a, you know, Lee's, Lee's on the ground by the corner. And it would have been like Gonzalez doing like a Vader bomb splash, but she turned in midair and like so the back hit her. I hadn't really seen that. It was really well done, but Ziya Lee at least apparently seemed injured. Um, oh, it was for a couple minutes, like literally two to three minutes of refs and doctors checking on her with Gonzalez on the opposite corner. And they, quote unquote, deemed her OK to come uh, to continue. And they basically picked her up and put her finisher on her, which is like a huge slam. <laughs> it's like, God, it seemed like she like busted her ribs. And I, I did tweet out. I'm like, boy, that seemed very reckless. That was a legit injury. The reports afterwards say that she's doing okay, Um, so uh, maybe a little unsure if it was a shoot or whether it was uh, all part of the story, Um, but that was a little weird. I thought that was, uh, uh, (laughs) it came out surprising to me, Um, so NXT rolls on, man, Um, yeah, good show, nothing, nothing, you know, kind of leading into future things, Um, so that's kind of how it all took place on Tuesday.
0: Yeah, I did not get to watch uh, NXT yet, but that Cameron Grimes story just sounds awesome. You know, I can't wait to see that. So that moves on to Wednesday and uh, AEW Dynamite. Now, uh, what I found interesting was that days after he destroys Zack Ryder with a pizza cutter to the mouth, Nick fucking gage gets to show up on aew dynamite against chris jericho as part of the trials of jericho uh what i i love seeing nick gage nick i'm sorry let me start that again i love seeing nick fucking gage but it's obvious how this is going to go down jericho has to win all five matches to get to mjf So, like, (laughs) Nick fucking Gage is going to fucking lose. Do the job. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Now, unless, unless, and this might be kind of corny, there's some sort of swerve where, you know, Jericho gets to Nick Gage. But I'm afraid that'll make it look cheesy because Nick Gage is, you know, a fucking gangster, like, real life shit, like, you know, MDK. So, I don't know. Any thoughts on how this
2: Nick Gage-Jericho thing is going to play out? Well, uh, I'm, I'm real. Oh, go ahead, Brian. Sorry,
1: I'm just curious because of the, his style and how it is, and how much of that will it will it be a a watered down version because it's on TNT in this huge national yes. platform. I don't know. We'll we'll have to see. He came out with the pizza cutter, so <laughs> you know I'm, I can't wait to find out. I really can't. Any chance this is pre taped? Mm. No, there'll be a crowd, I
0: so I mean, I would say no. But
1: yeah, I don't remember where they're supposed to be next week. I don't, you don't know, but I anymore, mean, I
0: don't but... think it matters where. It's just the yeah, it could uh, be a lot. That's crowd. true.
1: Yeah, they could do like a it's oh, it's a backstage thing, or yeah, that's true. Joe, what do you think of this, Nick? Gage. Uh, Nick I never Cushing thought. Gage, I sorry,
2: I n- I never thought I'd see him on tele- on national television. Never thought I would uh i just gotta say that i love that mjf on twitter uh afterwards said no no no, i'm not friends with him he's a mercenary that i hired and i'm paying a lot of money to take out jericho i am not friends with this piece of trash i'm like oh (laughs) but mjf staying in character i it was it was a surprise it wasn't the pop that i was expecting when because i was a little late to AEW. i turned it on later so uh when we get the text message saying wow are you watching i was expecting something bigger but we'll get it into nice. we'll, it was, yeah, we'll get into it that cool, later it was cool to see but jericho is going to win because he has to yeah i um i was i mean you know
0: i i knew a little bit about nick Gage before dark side and and the other guys you know you guys kind of are following into it like i i honestly have no idea how this is going to play out and you know, next Wednesday, I don't have to be at work, so I will literally be able to watch this live because uh, I will be in front of my TV uh, to to watch this live, unlike on, on you know recent weeks. Honestly, with a- with AEW this week, I'd love seeing Moxley against the Murder Hawk. Yep, that's not a murder hawk; that's a dog. Uh, <laughs> if you're uh, just listening, Brian just put his dog on camera. Uh, the Lucy Murder Mutantite. Hawk. <laughs> uh for the uh, new japan u.s title and then uh you know lance archer did win he won the title but a great violent texas death match kind of uh because it was i mean it was in garland texas but uh i'm excited for that and uh you know i don't you know we don't really talk a lot about new japan and uh i did buy tickets to the New Japan Resurgence. I was seeing that, yeah. It's happening on August 14th at the LA Coliseum in uh, Los Angeles, California. I did buy tickets. I have some some friends that are working on that show, and I wanted to see what it's like to see a New Japan show. Now, it's not going to be Okada and and all the new, like the Japan, New Japan guys, but there's going to be like, you know, Mox is going to be there. Jay White's going to be there. A lot of the New Japan LA Dojo guys, are going to be there. All right, Brian's wife. Uh, It's going to be a great show, but uh, I bring all this up, not just because of the New Japan US title. Uh, We don't talk a lot of impact on this show. Jay White showed up at Slammiversary over the weekend, and obviously we're recording this on Thursday night, so he is supposed to show up on impact tonight as well. Um, Jay White, one of those guys that if... Not in New Japan, he would be courted by WWE or AEW, and I think it's pretty awesome that he is going to show up on U.S. soil, and we could end up getting the Omega Jay White, which happened in New Japan uh, three years ago. Jay White is one and zero against Kenny Omega, and I just think that this is great for all wrestling. You know, Joe, I know you're not super into New Japan at all, but like, does this excite you to hear that some of these guys, these big stars? from other countries are making their way on the u.s
2: uh properties absolutely it's great for wrestling all around it actually got me interested in impact because it's like i knew of jay white and i knew of him in omega and just to have him come out like with omega on impact not aew to took away that whole thing where i felt like omega was disrespecting the championship anymore right angela
1: Exactly. (laughs) Uh,
0: Brian, any thoughts on the New Japan guys making their way to U.S. soil and U.S. uh, TV shows?
1: Yeah, I mean, (laughs) sorry, it's it's getting to be madness at this house. Um, The bigger picture that uh, involves your question, Jay, is I think with AEW right now, they have hit this sweet spot of coming up with surprises and things that we don't expect. And somebody put it on Twitter after Wednesday's Dynamite that in one night you had wrestlers on the two-hour Dynamite from AEW, from mm-hmm. Impact, from New Japan, and from Game Changer Wrestling <laughs> with Nick <laughs> F. I'm like, that's really, really cool. So I'm, I'm, I'm loving what they're doing. It definitely has that feeling of just unpredictability. So, oh, oh, and, oh, excuse me, and New Japan, because that challenger after, um, uh, what's his name? Ar- uh, after Archer won the after title. After Archer yeah. won, yeah. I wasn't familiar with him, but obviously know the Bullet Club name. And yeah, so how cool is that for AEW and he's, he's to have a, he's all these giant. things coming? Yes, yeah, he's he, bigger he's than, Archer. than giant. Archer. Yeah, that Archer was shocking. Six, eight. That Archer was shocking. Six, eight,
2: and he looked like Rey Mysterio compared right. to him.
1: Right. So how cool is that, man? So yeah, love, love, you know, the world's starting to open up again. So anything like that, whether it's on AEW or impact like Jay White's appearance definitely has my interest. Really cool. And with all of these new people showing up on all
0: these other shows, I got to ask you guys about GCW homecoming. It's this Saturday. It's Zach Ryder against Nick fucking Gage. It's Matt Cardona. No, it's Zach Ryder, Z-A-C-H. He spelled it on TV. Are you guys going to watch GCW Homecoming on the Fight app? It's about $10 to watch. It's very inexpensive compared to a regular pay-per-view. Will you guys watch?
1: I'm, I'm 50-50. And it's not okay. because I don't buy – I don't uh, – the value's fine. I'm excited to see the match. It's just <laughs> let let's see how Saturday night goes. Is it eight p.m. Eastern time? Yes. Like, yeah, eight p.m. Eastern. Yeah, I just I just got to see how the night lines up. But yes, it's in the back of my head to do this because it it's a very very good thing, and I I might want to pony up my money to check it out. Totally fine about, with that.
2: What about you, Joe? I'm on the fence of more towards no, but I will try to check it out on like YouTube later.
0: I can PayPal you
2: $10 if you need. No, no, it's not about the money. (laughs) It's about the fact of like,
0: do I want to watch the rest of the show? Dude, the rest of the show, you know what? I I feel like you should watch it. And anybody listening to this who has never watched a GCW show, please just get it. Just experience it. Grab a six pack, grab it some wings and a pizza and just enjoy the insanity that GCW brings. You don't get on Monday, Wednesday or Friday because it is definitely worth it. And as you know, what's crazy to me this is the match i wanted i was getting it and then i'm like i don't know if i want this because when it wasn't happening it felt real and then when it was i'm like oh it's just the work and you know i got worked into a shoot or whatever that the hulk hogan tweet is uh but like it was a great build zach ryder showed up at the gcw show Nick Gage showed up at the toy podcast. Like it's a great build to a great story, but God damn it. If I have to hear Zach Ryder say, fuck, it just reminds me of like a small child saying, fuck, it just doesn't work with that guy. And the more I see videos of him and you know, all his trolling, all that bullshit. I seriously hope, seriously hope Nick Gage gives him the 150. And if you don't know what that means, that's 150 scar or uh, stitches with the, uh, pizza cutter in the mouth on the face light tubes and if someone needs to go through a detox because zach Ryder is into the detox <laughs> and toys <laughs> moving on uh brian's man crush sean ross sap yesterday puts a tweet out that says cm punk has been in talks for potential return to the ring then it was brian Daniel Bryanson, because Sean Rossap, the professional that he is, cannot say the fucking name, Brian Danielson, uh, is going to AEW. Now, uh, a lot of sites posted la- uh, Wednesday night, right be- or right after AEW ended, that Daniel Bryan has officially signed to AEW, which is wonderful. But did Brian Danielson sign? Daniel Bryan cannot sign to AEW. Brian Danielson can't. Um, Brian, we'll go to you first. You love Sean Rothstapp. What do you think of the Punk and Brian Brooks?
1: If these do happen, we have to acknowledge that AEW could become the number one brand as popularity in sports entertainment. I think those two guys are huge needle movers. Uh, Punk, obviously, he's been gone for a long, long time in wrestling, but he drew so many eyeballs uh, from the pipe bomb. You know, it's funny. We just had like the 10 year anniversary of that. Right. So there's that. And I mean, Daniel Bryan was just in the main event of WrestleMania. The yes movement from WrestleMania 30 is a, a huge historic moment. So I do think if those two guys go that it could mark a shift in power, if you will, of popularity in wrestling. So, We'll see. I mean, it's, it's, you know, there's always that, uh, spoilers, not spoilers, what, you know, when's it going to happen? You kind of want to be surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it would be big. It would be huge. Uh, I mean, the only other thing I will say though, uh, I mean, I said it when Christian signed is like AEW was supposed to be different and they've just been keep bringing in these X quote unquote WWE guys. Do you start to get that, you know? feeling of it's not different anymore but right. i'm excited to see what happens joe
2: what were what were the two adjectives again that cody explained? new and fresh new, new and, fresh.
1: and fresh fresh and new oh yeah we got it right this time that's right right right
2: i flipped it <laughs> um, yes anyway if brian danielson the american dragon comes to aew and cm punk comes to aew that's great it will uh it'll push the needle but they won't be the number one company. They may get a 83 weeks run, but mm. no one's taken down. No one's taking down WWE. Right.
0: They're just
2: going to, they're just something different. And that's the, that's good. That's a good thing. We've been waiting for this for 20 years and we finally got it. So let's stop with the whole, who's going to be on top ratings. Let's just watch and enjoy.
0: What I hate the most is that nothing can be a surprise anymore. Agreed. We're all going to Brian's house for all out. Can you imagine the excitement level after a day of overpriced craft beers and smoked
1: meat (laughs) that we're going to have
0: if CM Punk shows up?
1: In Chicago, yeah. I
0: think that reports rumors whatever you call them suck they ruin wrestling and I'm not trying to be a gatekeeper I'm not trying to like say I'm the the be-all end-all but come on like how many times have we said on this show it would have been cooler if we didn't know Andrade out of the blue was great it was very cool I mean, hell, even Wednesday, Nick Nick fucking Yep. Mm
2: -hmm. So cool, because we didn't know. Malachi Black. We didn't know, because it was only only 30 days.
0: You know, I seriously hope that what I tweeted on Wednesday comes true, and that is, I hope all this in-ring wrestling talk about Punk is just because he has a cameo on the new stars show called Heels. I seriously hope that's what happens. And we do not get CM Punk at this time back in the world of professional wrestling. And as far as uh, Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson, I don't give a shit. I don't. He's not a needle mover for me. And Brian, I have to disagree with you in when you say that AEW could be the number one. No, they'll never be number one. No one will ever be number one. And, and yes, B- Punk and Brian going to AEW, huge. Outsider adjacent if both of them come at the same time, but not enough to make them the number one show. Um, I, I just we'll see. I just wish none of this shit would have come out yesterday. Now, if it came out yesterday, and Nick Gage. Was CM Punk that Jericho had to go through? I, I, I just, I, I, I'm just over, I'm over it. You know, we've talked about spoilers on the show. We don't like to do it. And, and this stuff, reports, rumors, but like all these idiots online. Look, man, we're not journalists. Because I'm sure somewhere someone's listening like, you guys think you're journalists? You're doing a podcast? No. We're just four schmucks that like to talk about wrestling. And it just so happens I have editing software to put this out to the world. (laughs) I just wish there could be some surprises, big surprises. And people like Sean Ross Sapp and Fightful who have reports or rumors, it just fucking ruins it for everybody. Am I am I going way too dramatic here or am I making any sense? Ryan.
1: I, I, I see it both ways. I hate to be that lame guy in the middle, but listen, yeah, it, it, that they're, you know, journalists, that's their job to do. And, and wrestling, you can choose to go one way or the other where you want to be living in kayfabe and, and have no uh, idea of the inner workings of contracts and who's going where and what totally get it. And the surprise is worth it. I, I live that world on like the day of wrestlemania and the day of the rumble where i won't touch twitter and i won't touch the wrestling sites but during the week uh, on regular weeks i i'm usually all about getting the scoops and i love texting you guys going hey look at this so i see it both ways i don't think there's a wrong answer Uh, i i get it It, however you want to do it is totally cool joe am i crazy
2: yeah crazy but i uh Basically, if you don't want to know, then you don't have to look. Yeah.
1: It's, it. like, but, it's
2: like you're, it's like you're upset that you saw your Christmas gifts in looking for them in your mom's closet. And then when you open them up on Christmas morning, you're like, oh, man, I knew I was getting this already. Right, what right. were you doing looking at these sites and going on Twitter and all that stuff anyway? There are ways to avoid it.
0: Yeah, but unfortunately, when the group text sends that CM Punk is talking about a return to the ring, uh, it makes it kind of hard. Well, you know what? You know what?
2: We'll blame Kevin for that one because he's the one who sent that. Actually, it was Brian who sent it, but Kevin's not here to defend himself, so (laughs) screw that guy.
0: That wrestling podcast presents the five count. For this week's five count. I believe it was Joe that came up with the idea with the uh, lackluster performance of Carrying Cross on Monday Night Raw this week. It is the top five bad
2: debuts. Go ahead, Joe. We'll let you go first this week. And they have to be debuts, not returns. So, like, you know, someone like Triple H coming back from an injury or anything like that, those don't count. These have to be debuts in a new company. And I'll start us off. All right. Number five, not his fault, but I gotta go with Christian Cage in TNA and AEW, both of them.
1: Ooh, hear me out. A a double whammy.
2: Do you remember his debut in TNA? I don't. I don't. Okay, it was. It should have been a big deal, but unfortunately, Eddie Guerrero died that day.
1: Oh, all the
2: story was on Eddie Guerrero, not Christian being like. The first one to jump from WWE to TNA.
0: So, so he cheated yeah. Christian out of
2: his moment. Yes. And then the other one, the second one. <laughs> oh, that Eddie. What a river. That, that Eddie. Oh, he likes to lie and cheat <laughs> and steal. He stole Christian's moment.
1: But literally give it till the end. The other
2: one wasn't his fault either because Big Show hyped him up too much. Oh too yeah. bad. Too, too so bad. like it's like you feel bad because Christian had he should have been a bigger deal in both of them, but his debuts were like, uh don't really That's fair.
1: It's fair. All yeah. Right.
2: N- Number four. Vignettes of some weird old ghosts looking into a boy's window. I'm talking about seven in WCW. <laughs> yeah. When when Dustin Rhodes came back and floated to the ring and went, by the way, my name's seven. This gimmick is stupid. It was just like, okay, that's done. Awesome. Don't need to talk much more about that. Number three from WCW in July of 1998. I was excited for one minute. Unfortunately he rambled on for 28 about nothing. I have no idea what he was talking about. Warriors speak to me. Warriors debut in WCW was a train wreck and we knew what was going to happen. The only entertaining thing he said out of his 28 minutes of rambling was he asked if the disciple was Hogan's barber. Number that's two, funny. That's yeah. fucking funny. That, that was, but it was in the first minute. I don't care. That's so funny. <laughs> All right. Number two, it's famous for me because Undertaker thought he was going to be Eggman. Number two is the gobbledygooker.
1: Uh, okay, yep.
2: That terrible debut. Eggman. Dancing man. with me, and Gene. <laughs> Am I going to be the Eggman? And number one, should not come to as a shock to anyone. I'm talking about the Shockmaster. Worst debut <laughs> ever. What not to do when debuting a new wrestler?
0: Had he not tripped, he would have been fine.
2: Yep. Nope. I think the I think the stormtrooper uh, bedazzled helmet also was pretty bad.
0: I think it would have been okay.
2: Either um, way, it was a t- either way it was a terrible debut. Uh, Jason, what about you? What do you think?
0: So uh, number five, I actually I have seven as well uh, with WCW 1999. Fresh off the Gold Dust Gold Dust Run, um, you know Dustin Rhodes basically showed up as like Uncle Fester from the Adams family. <laughs> And uh, so you were right. They did have the vignettes of him looking into a child's room. Well, Dustin came to the ring, floated to the ring, which was cool. Uh, and he said that he wanted to be himself, but creative said Dustin was boring. When in actuality, Turner standards and practices said the whole child abductor Thing was a no-go. Um, I think that could have been fun unfortunately with the too much, just like the gold dust gimmick, it was, I, I mean, I don't know. I would, I would have liked to have seen what it could have happened with it, but unfortunately that did not happen. Uh, number four, Fantasio in 1995. Of course, wrestlers had to have side gigs. Fantasio was a magician. He made one television appearance against Tony DeVito and one. He also made one house show appearance against Rad Rafford and one. So basically Fantasio is the only undefeated wrestler in the history of professional wrestling. <laughs> he had a good so he's run. Number four. Uh, number three, Kofi Kingston, man, from Jamaica. <laughs> oh,
2: whoa. The
0: fake Jamaican accent. When they start calling it out. And even like today, they'll make little subtle hints. Uh, Kofi Kingston, J- Jamaican Kofi Kingston, man. What was the phrase, Brian? Jamaican me crazy, Jamaican me crazy.
1: <laughs> Shout out to Mike Adamley.
0: The gobbledygooker. You know, uh, yep. the, the egg was shown on TV throughout 1990. It hatched its Survivor Series. Uh, Giant bird played by Hector Guerrero. Uh, the crowd was dead for it. and uh, But it was not the worst. Not the worst on my five count. Number one. 1984. Hmm. Any guesses? oh this is taking too long Bret yep. hart b-r-e-t-t h-a-r-t in the wwe they wanted Bret hart to be a cowboy oh yeah he was Don't from canada that. luckily he was not a cowboy and this was pre-sunglasses era he had blue and black trunks or a uh, blue singlet with the black pants <clears throat> and then uh he was just a wrestler. And then eventually they put him with Night Hart and Hart Foundation everything's good. But Bret Hart, one of the greatest of all time. And I'm glad Kevin's not here because he may have either cried because <laughs> Bret Hart is number one on my list, or fought me about it because Bret Hart is his favorite wrestler of all time. So that's my five count. Brian, what do you got for top five? Bad
1: oh uh, yeah. I, I I got a yep, yeah, I got a couple that have been said, but I have a couple that have not been said, and I'm happy about that. My number five is Emelina. You guys (laughs) guys remember Emelina? So let me set the stage. This was October 3rd, 2016 on Raw. A vignette was run teasing a makeover of Emma to Emelina. Guys, they ran those coming soon (laughs) vignettes for over. Four months, she didn't come. This is October. She doesn't come out until finally February 13th. It's a whole new year. It's 2017. <laughs> and she comes out on stage and says, I'm Emmelina, And I'm saying goodbye to Emmalina. <laughs> she walked off the stage and she was Emma the next week how bad is that they, they
0: built it up for well, they tried world. this like four different times at right. this point and now eva is the new emma for the new carmella which is the right. new emelina which is the new you know whatever one before but this is vince McMahon with a blonde chick that is hot That's i'm awesome. just
1: glad yeah at, at least with uh eva marie it didn't take four months of, of, of waiting and i feel like they did like three and then they're like okay now she's here Yeah. All right. So that's my number five. Uh, My number four is seven. Yes. I've said it all. Everything. And that's exactly what you had, Joe. Number four was seven. Mm -hmm. My number three, ultimate warrior in WCW. You're number three, Joe. So we are completely in lockstep. Nothing more needs to be said about that one either. My number two, Buff Bagwell on Monday night raw Ah. at the start of the WCW WWF invasion. So it was a, a WCW match first time ever. And it was Booker T versus Buff Bagwell on raw. And Buff was one of those guys in WCW that you thought would fit in well with Raw Cause he was very charismatic. He had a great look, pretty good in the ring, but him and Booker just did not click that night. And he was quote unquote, shoot fired that night where uh, at the end of that match angle and Austin attacked him and continued to beat him out <laughs> of the building. And you never saw him on raw again. So didn't think it would go like that. Uh, so that's my number two, my number one coming off the heels of the second ECW one night stand where Rob Van Dam won the championship and ECW Back in business oh no. on oh no. sci fi, the zombie. <laughs> <sighs> and I should have known in that moment that I shouldn't watch this show, but I was such a diehard ECW uh, fan that they funny. brought out a fucking zombie. Only to get caned by the Sandman.
0: Well, (laughs) well, NXT's on sci-fi the next couple weeks. The zombie (laughs) (laughs) returns.
1: Should we six-pack bet
0: that one, Brian? I mean, come on. I'm
1: I'm pulling up Sean Ross Sepp's Twitter right now. (laughs) Let's see if he's got the scoop. (laughs) Yeah, so Uh, the zombie's my number one. It was just a disaster and and set the stage for what ended up being such a letdown of a, a show and promotion.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a million of these things. And if you you could search online for bad debuts and stuff. But overall, that was our five count for this week's show. Who made your five count? Let us know on social media using the hashtag TWP five count. So that is a wrap for this week's show. First week back. Again, if you listen to the Brews next episode two weeks ago with Reagan Monk from local Brewing Co., talking about that Mr. Perfect IPA that is unfortunately sold out until next spring. Uh, and of course, Brian sit down with Jason Jones from the athletic, uh, Brian, what is, uh, what is Jason's wrestling podcast again? What's it called?
1: It's a great name. It's called, yes, I'm watching wrestling. <laughs> Which
0: is- so when you get done listening to yeah. this podcast, make sure to go check out Jason Jones podcast. Yes. I watch wrestling Joe. Brian, uh, Kevin, wherever you are, thanks for listening. Uh, don't forget to follow us on social media at That WrestlePod. And I meant to say thanks for being on the show because uh, you know. Um, at, at That WrestlePod, don't forget to pick up the logo shirt or the Brews Neck shirt at whatamaneuver.net. And we will talk to you next week on that wrestling podcast. Thanks for listening. Follow that wrestle pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube.
2: What? That's it!